Casey. Michelle. You ready to do this? Yeah, let's get into it. And I'm always off by a half a second when we do the intro, and I hope I hit it this right. I don't know when to come in, and I don't know when to Bizarbo. end. Bizarro! Ah, I didn't do it right. Okay. My timing. I got to work on my timing. Oh, I thought you were just going to do the end where you say, like, what we're about to go into, and that's what I went. Bizarro! I should have. Yeah, I should have. That would have been a better, consistent well, you transition. Had, you had technical difficulties, so we're just happy you were able to join the call. The Russians <laughs> are listening. When don't I have technical difficulties? Very true. But this one's, I mean, usually it only takes one or two uh, requests. This was like the, the podcast gods didn't want us to record. No, they said not on a Tuesday. And we said, we had plans this weekend. <laughs> podcast gods. We have to do it during the week. And so Sorry we're here. We lives. Yeah, for a second. We'll see if it continues. Yeah, I think it's for- I think it's gonna peak in like a month and then it's gonna go back to nothing. And then it's gonna be like, wait, so not everyone is still at home doing nothing. They actually have things to do. Or like maybe there are people that were doing things the entire time. And they definitely are- were. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, how? Why? Why did why- you need to? Not how, why? Why is the better <laughs> question? Cause I still don't want to leave my couch, but <laughs> that's I guess that's for the therapist, maybe not for the bot. That's, that's for the Lexa Pro to take care of. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, don't yeah. die. Okay. Yeah, I actually have a lot to get into. Should, should we just dive right in? Yeah, should we go? We'll go serious and then we'll go into like fun stuff. Yeah, let's let's go okay. with Bashir. We'll get the seriousness out of the way. Okay, so uh, again, as for... Obviously, you're coming to us for all your pop culture needs. That pop culture very is exclusively also includes exclusively and includes like doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um, but England, we love England. Michelle lived there for a semester. I've always been obsessed with England, and we like to provide you with updates on what's going on across the pond. Especially because if any country is about their celebrities as much as the U.S., it is England. Yeah. If, yeah, I mean, our in different our, ways, but yeah, yeah, and you could argue, and and I know I think we probably took the lesson from the British press, but the British press is much more toxic, and I would actually be more specific, uh, uh, irregardless, uh, disregard the last name in the British press. I would say the British tabloids, yeah, are brutal. And uh, so the tabloids, actually, this is a, a legitimate source, um, but the uh, Martin Bashir, who you guys may know as an interviewer, his most famous interviews have been this one that I'll talk about with Princess Diana and then the Michael Jackson interview where he like was on a roller coaster with Michael and it was when we... That's when we see Michael throw, holding the baby, holding Blanket out in like almost dropping him off the terrace. Oh god, I I'm just I had my palms just got like wet when yeah, you said that. Yeah. I was gonna say I just started hyperventilating envisioning that. Because it was image. so scary when yeah. it was happening. Because I honestly was just like, are we gonna blink and like watch this baby fall and hopefully get caught by somebody? Like 
Oh my gosh, yeah. So Martin Bashir is this interviewer and he was working for BBC. Actually, he still works for BBC. That's part of the problem. And uh, what's coming to light when it's what's news to Michelle and I, but apparently it's not news to the public, um, is that uh, the BBC, to, in order to get the interview that Martin Bashir conducted with Princess Diana in let me go in 1995 which was a year before she and prince charles divorced this is a huge bombshell interview and this is the one that made martin bashir's entire career he wasn't known before this and in this interview is when diana explains she doesn't say uh, you know charles is having an affair with camilla parker bowles but her classic quote is well there were three of us in this marriage so it was a bit crowded and then because she's so coy and uh and then in the interview they talked about her struggles with bulimia and self-harm and it 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 made the um the backlash for her interview made it very difficult for her to remain a part of a the royal family but also then just like living in their quarter like being able to be protected by them and having a solid relationship with them because what apparently is the news that I'm surprised by is that the BBC was well informed and went along with uh, Martin Bashir's strategy in order to nail this interview. He approached Diana Spencer's brother and falsified with the BBC. Um, what's it? Somebody who does graphic design. Okay. With a BBC graphic designer and falsified uh, uh, records, financial records for Lord Spencer in order for him, in order for Lord Spencer to then trust the BBC staff. And so then Martin was like, like, we have this information. Uh, we want to talk to your sister about this. Uh, and it was um, falsified records of communication, like false payments to reporters in the BBC and this somehow was then leveraged to get uh, Lord Spencer to trust that this was actual documentation and they had actual and they could trust the information being provided because the other part that Bashir falsified was information that Charles was actually like spying on Diana which was what part of her paranoid state that this was going on and that his staff, Charles's staff was actively working to, you know, remove Diana's um, power or just, you know, what were in getting involved in their marriage. They weren't allowing princess Diana and Charles to figure this stuff out on their own. And, and Charles's staff was actively working against her was her thought. So when she sat down with Martin, she was trusting like he came forward with information being like, yeah, all your inclinations are correct. So talk to me about what's going on in your marriage. And she felt safe and opened up to him. And then this led to just a massive backlash towards her and, uh, and essentially, and then the tabloids turned against her as well. And so then it became like, you're seeing right now, like Harry predicted how the tabloids are turning against Harry. They were never on Meghan Merkel's side. Let's be serious. Yeah. But they're definitely turning actively against Harry. And, uh, and so Harry and William were like, 
what the fuck this isn't cool and and harry made the conclusion that this directly um forced the crown to not protect diana and and then allowed her to be able to be in situations where she wasn't safe and end up in the injury that caused her death i was just gonna say including her death yeah yeah so that's a that's a tough way to go from like this guy's actions then lead directly to it but you could make some serious arguments that he led to you know her death Mm. Yeah, and even if he didn't leave to her death, he falsified documents that should have some form of, you know, um, journalistic integrity. Journalistic integrity, but also he should be held accountable for that. To your to your point earlier, I'm surprised he's still with the BBC. Maybe because he has something on the BBC. Okay, so then this is what um, apparently this was information the BBC knew about a year ago. Like right. they knew they've been that holding he- on to this falsified and he worked with the bbc graphic designer they have all that work completed what ended up happening was a year ago uh lord spencer came forward with his accusations that he was lied to so then this former judge who's also a lord lord dyson has been launching an an independent investigation for the past year and now this is uncovering that bbc knew that Bashir has falsified documents and that Bashir was probably rehired by the BBC because Bashir knew the BBC falsified documents. And so it now is attacking BBC's journalistic integrity. And anybody who also had an interview with Martin Bashir since then is one is starting to look into a lawsuit against him, including a mother of a murder victim who he she i don't understand why she did this but apparently she gave him his daughter's her daughter's clothes that were as part of evidence and he's never returned them and when asked about it this week he said i don't know they might be lost what and yeah and the mom is like i am looking into filing a lawsuit against the bbc and bashir because like i could have brought the like that that could be evidence for the case and now it's lost but it's like but you also gave evidence. in your grieving state gave evidence yeah, i mean i don't know enough about the legal system no neither do i it was also a case that happened 30 uh okay. 30 yeah. something years ago yeah well that's what when you said lawsuit i mean there are no lawsuits in london in the uk so like i don't even think they can do aren't that. there not like personal injury um that i'm not sure about i don't think they have like a personal the whole concept of lawsuits is like an american thing yeah but you can sue if somebody if you buy something and it's the documentation is not accurate and like somebody like if you sign stuff and you're on a contract you can 100 percent file like you know pursue legal action yeah it's probably something else than suing them but yeah i i agree uh i don't know what the like actual terminology is there but like i know that um all of my uk co-workers are always like yeah you americans in your lawsuits so yeah but that that's them taking an american thing putting it on steroids and being like we all like to sue each other constantly when i would say i would argue like it's probably a personal injury yeah no thing. you're probably right 
Um, no, I mean, obviously, he definitely needs to be held accountable in some way. The BBC needs to be held accountable in some way because no matter what, there's falsified documents. And he clearly obstructed justice in other situations. Um, it's just crazy. Because I, I remember those interviews, like, to your point, they were such iconic interviews it was also back in the day when not many people did interviews so like those were big deals because there weren't many of them yeah it's hard to put it in context of how like 20 million people viewed diana's interview and that at the time is you know one of those um annual moments like that many people are watching the super bowl then you know it's like it's like we're all coming around and watching this together but yeah really like destroyed her credibility the, the family didn't appreciate that she was going to the press to try and get her story out there and try and gain some control back in her life when in actuality, like she was duped. It, yeah. She was duped to thinking that um, they, that the family was going against her and actively just working against like, it's just so awful. Yeah, I can only imagine. I mean, I mean, the only plus to this is maybe it'll bring Harry and William together since they. It unfortunately doesn't look like that. They've already made like separate statements and they're both, you know, disappointed by Bashir and BBC. But Harry took it to the next level and was like. As he would. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just. Yeah. It's just, we'll see how, how much more happen. what ends up happening to Bashir. I don't know if there can't, I don't know if there would be any kind of criminal charges. Yeah, I have no idea what this would happen, but yeah, it's just a real disappointment. Sure if he got any accolades for those interviews, I'm sure those are going to be taken away, the BBC, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm just like so bummed out. It's also like the BBC because of any uh, journalistic integrity. They were still up there. Yep. And now we're all getting our, whatever information we want to get from no actual classic, like, oh. uh, school of Dan Rather journalism that you, Michelle and I grew up on that we've know, talked about some, on this. Yeah. Some people may argue that Dan, Dan Rather didn't even follow the school of Dan Rather. Dan Rather yeah. journalism. Yeah, I, I, can, I can see but that. Yeah, I was just trying no, to think I of, like, agree, a classic like, name. Check yeah. your sources triple you know have at least five sources saying the same thing yeah and now that's nobody that's out the window completely yeah yeah well yeah Better that's, chaos. that's cool um should we move on to some more exciting and we have a lot of like bizarre bow updates i guess i was just about to be like well to talk about other bizarre behaviors <laughs> we can go yeah to, I mean, um, what should we start with? I mean, there's a million here. I guess we'll start with my girl Ariana because that's the oldest news. So basically, the day after we recorded, it was announced that um, Ariana and her fiance Dalton Gomez, who I think they had started dating in 2020, January of 2020, so it's been like a year. Um, they got married last week at her Montecito home, which, fun fact, is actually the home she bought from Ellen. Um, there were about 20 people at the, at the event. We haven't, still haven't seen a photo, still haven't really gotten confirmation on who was there or any details. But, um, yeah, it's been a week, and that's all we really know. 
Yeah, don't you assume it's just family? It's not like I figured it's family and yeah. maybe some close friends. Yeah. Yeah. But by close friends, you mean her brother, Frankie. And all her friends that she typically shows in her you in her Instagram stories that I re- would recognize and would love to stalk once I get the album sent to my house. Yeah, I'd be shocked if it was anybody else besides immediate family. That's two pe- That's ten people. Yeah, on no. each side. Yeah, I mean, but she doesn't. Ha- I mean, she- I don't know anything about his family. We only know that he is a real estate agent in LA. Um, but she just had her brother Frankie, her mom, her grandma, and her dad is a is um almost said arranged um what's the word estranged. not estranged yeah but in recent yeah. years they have like started talking again so he may be at the wedding who knows yeah and speculation is that she's possibly pregnant because of how quickly this is going on and how young they are and but they're not it- even that young she's 27 he's 25 she got engaged very quickly before i don't think she's necessarily pregnant i just think She's been through a lot. She's been through not only a lot of relationships with men, but she one of her exes died of a drug overdose. She almost died at a terrorist um, attack. A terrorist attack, which actually I think this is marked today or yesterday marks four years. So like, yeah, she's twenty seven, but she's lived more lives than you and I have. Yeah, we'll just see. She's not like, 17. No, but what's the rush when you're in your 20s and you've known each other for a year during a global pandemic and you're multimillionaires? And... Well, yeah, I hope she took, I hope she has a prenup. I hope she was smart about it, but she didn't give me a call prior to, so can't really say. Um, IDK. IDK. So that's that. Um, I guess another interesting fact what we found out this week is that Kanye West and Irina, I don't know. Chic? Yeah. I think it's Irina Chic. Yeah. She, um, basically Bradley Cooper's ex, who he shares a, a daughter with, apparently they're dating now. Which I can't even, I need, well, I don't need any, I don't need any update. I don't need any evidence. I don't. I mean, he's not well. <laughs> no, I mean, I don't know who anyone who would go to Kanye and say, yeah, this is a relationship I should be in right now. I mean, yeah, I don't know what this chick's de- like. I can't get a vibe on her at all. Because that whole, I mean, the uh, she, that if anybody doesn't remember, we need to remind you, she's the girlfriend that went to the Oscars with him when he and Gaga sang on the piano. And like the entire, they were still together then and everybody after, like within an hour of the performance, everybody was like, wait, so are you breaking up with your girlfriend? Like, are you dating Gaga now? What's going Like I felt so bad for, I'm sure she was fine. I'm sure everything was chill, but like, but I just, I was like, this is, and Bradley was like, oh, Gaga and Stephanie, I don't call her Gaga, I call her Stephanie. But Stephanie and I, it's just an act. Everybody knows it's an act that we got to sell this. And you're like, except for Gaga, who was definitely still in love with him. Well, I would be too, even though I, I'm like 85% sure he is gay. And those are all contract relationships, which I'm totally fine with. Like, um, or he's just a really nice guy that can have all these amicable <laughs> relationships with people. I'm obsessed with him. I don't yeah, know. You are. I just, yeah. So that's an interesting fact um, on them. I think, I mean, I think Michelle's get, getting on board with the confirmation of this relationship that I've been very excited about for months is Rihanna and ASAP Rocky. Essentially, he came forward confirming 
that they're in a relationship. He says she's the love of my life. But we yes. still haven't had anything beyond like vaguely platonic or snuggly. Nothing that would nothing of them yeah, kissing. We've only, we've only seen them, you know, walking around together in New York, coming out of a restaurant together. We haven't seen them kissing, but in an interview with GQ, he said she's the love of my life and she's my lady. So I mean that's basically confirmation. And uh I'm so stoked. Yeah, I mean, I'm less stoked just in that I'm not a huge fan of his, but whatever makes her happy is all I care about. I just feel like he's really, as he should be, knows what he's got and is being very, he's not being, he's not talking about it. what I hope. Yeah, he, it seems to all intents and purposes that he is treating her like a lady right now. I hope he doesn't. You know, it's COVID. Things are slow. I just hope that when... But they're not slow for them now at this point. We'll have to see no, how it works out. I know, out. but if he's on tour and he goes back into that limelight where you got all the girls up against you and, like, I... You know. We'll see. It wouldn't be the first rodeo for Rihanna. Yeah. Is it better than Chris Brown punching her in the face? Yes. Is it better than that... Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is it better than that last relationship she was in with the billionaire who, like, apparently yeah. treated Matt, well? And then Matt Kemp was before that. Yeah. I mean, she's had a lot of attractive guys, but whether they've treated her well or not is a different story. So Drake for years on and off. I can't imagine what that situation must have been like. And then you come to find out that he had a child with a porn star behind your back. So kind of got to shut that down. Yeah. Yeah, well, the best is when he, like, that inter- when he accepted the award at some award show and he, like, they weren't together and he basically um, admitted his, like, professed his love again to Rihanna, but this is when they weren't dating anymore and she, like, infamously eye rolls and is like, get out of town. Like, it's so good. And it's so good. I mean, she like, really yeah. is. No, she's, she's the boss. I, for, I've always loved her and I always will. Yeah, that one's great. Um, oh, who do you want to go to next? Um, I only know of one more, so I'm trying to think of what you're thinking of. Okay, well, you go what you were you're thinking of, and we'll see if it was the same thing. Okay, so this was a more, this was a less, uh, what's the word? My brain is off today. Um, obvious? Not less obvious. I guess very rarely do you see three couple, three people making out on a... I would anyway. argue we, there, there's some there. I wouldn't say full on making out. There's a lot of canoodling, and there's a lot of very close face talking. Oh, I thought I saw something where it looked like there was like a three way kiss. No, that's them having conversation. But you, you might as well be like under a jacket. They're so close, they might as well be all under a jacket, whispering to each other. Should that's re- the vibe. Should we reveal? Do you want to reveal who we're talking about? Yeah, because it's a it's a it's a great plethora of names. Like they all have a great name. So we have Taika Watiti, the famed director. Uh, he is so he is currently filming with Tessa Thompson down there. So Tessa Thompson's the second one, and then we have confirmation for the last couple of weeks that he's dating Rita Ora, who I think does like Australia's Got Talent down there. She's a big, she's a singer slash become more of a host because yeah. no one really cares about her singing. Yeah. But yeah, she's, she's a British based artist, but she's internationally known. 
Um, Michelle and I, I mean, Michelle could probably give you a couple names of hits because Michelle's definitely plugged into that world, but I couldn't put a gun to my head. I couldn't tell you what Rita Ora has done musically. Yeah, I know more of what, I don't even know the names of the songs. She's on a lot of those like songs that get remixed for the club. But yeah, and she, like 10 years ago, she was kind of yeah. on those songs. Yeah. I would say Americans may recognize her more when America's Next Top Next Top Model came back for one season and it was not hosted by um, Tyra. She, like, filled Tyra's role. Oh, gotcha. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that was a pretty bad season in case you couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, Rita Ora is getting her welcome wagon attached to Taika Watiti, which is an upgrade for her because she's really tabloid fodder at this point i think we've covered her a couple of times throughout quarantine because her name has come up because she's real thirsty she also and, like wasn't yeah. following protocol covid protocol and it was very blatant and everyone called her out on it and she got a huge fine and the uk was really big about shaming the hell out of you if you weren't following protocol and that was actually a legal thing that they were doing yeah they were taking a lot more legal action i was into it <laughs> <laughs> and um and I don't know what Taika's doing. Taika's a messy bitch. He's a weird dude. I love him. I find him very interesting. I'm obsessed with his films. They're all great. Yeah, I mean, for those that the name sounds familiar, he recently did Jojo Rabbit. Um, and then what was the other one he did or after Jojo Rabbit? There's another one I can't think of. I mean, if you're not thinking of Thor Ragnarok, then I don't know what to talk to you. Because I know you don't watch those, but I can't tell you how important that film is to the marvel no, franchise it wasn't a superhero movie it was something else oh, okay yeah anyway yeah so they were it looked like they were getting a good buzz on and they were taking smoke breaks and it looked like they were you know all kind of making out with each other being kissy kissy and michelle was just like what is your comment and i was like honestly this looks like the uh, the area in the cafeteria that the drama kids hung out with in high school because they just it was a lot of fluidity. It was a lot of 2020 conversations happening in 2003. <laughs> I mean, I will say today Tessa was seen making out with some model man. So clearly she's Tessa's just... bisexual. She's no, out. No, I know. And, yeah. No, Her I last relationship is Janelle Monet. No, I know that, that she's bisexual. It's just clearly she is not tied to anyone right now because she's kissing anyone who looked at her. And it's Tessa. I mean, this is another top 10 lady for me. Tessa oh, Thompson I love Tessa. Yeah, is the best. Yeah, she's an best. amazing actress. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. A ball out performance every time. Brings everything to the next level. Is super cool. Yeah. I love Tessa Thompson. Just, I think Michelle and I are kind of more upset that Rita Ora is involved in this conversation. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, I <laughs> wanted it to be Tessa and him. I didn't even want Rita in the picture. Yeah, that's what we're hoping. So maybe, hey, in a classic housewife twist, maybe he leaves his girlfriend for the, thir- the for the threesome he's partner. I was going to yeah. say, forget housewives. Isn't that usually what happens after a threesome? Two of them jump off and then the other one's left alone? I mean, it's just a matter of which two. Yeah, I don't think Tessa can be tied down. Live your life, Tessa. Yeah. Ugh, she's the coolest. Well, the, so the only other one that I was thinking was just a quick follow-up on the T.I. and Tiny is oh, now. Oh, right. Is like, now we spoke to you guys about this a couple of weeks ago, or maybe it was last week. Um, but yeah, they're under investigation in Los Angeles for m- multiple sexual assault claims. And uh, just the only, ad- no new information has come about, but now they're get- paparazzi is 
uh, following them even more so. And so all their moves are being documented. And now anytime a picture is posted of them, it is referring to the assault charges. So now like their names are in one sentence, like T.I. and Tiny jet out of L.A. after LAPD announces they're investigating them for assault charges. So it's it's starting the information starting to come out there and we're we're going to keep an eye on the story. But I just thought it was very interesting that up until this week there wasn't really like it seemed like they had their PR people were doing an amazing job of getting in front of yeah all this information well and also we saw that the charges in Vegas were um, dismissed so I actually thought they were going to get out of everything scot-free but maybe not and then don't we also have like pending investigation in Georgia yeah, I don't even remember the Vegas charge. That, and then when they said that had been dismissed, I was like, wait, aren't they based in Atlanta? And then I guess that's the one that's still open. And then, of course, the the new one, which Casey just mentioned in L.A. So, yeah, I mean, we're, usually where there's smoke, there's fire. Although we're still waiting for Army Hammer to get put behind bars. And instead, he's in the Cayman Islands with a dental assistant. Well, do we even have extradition from Cayman Islands? Also, there's no charges from him here. But what would the... No, there's no charges yet. Yeah. That's what's even more annoying. Yeah. yeah. But I don't... Th- we're not... I, I, I don't even know if... I would not be surprised if... We haven't heard from anybody who was talking about being a victim of his in a month. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's because they were paid off. I know. Which is... Uh, because the Arm & Hammer brand has so much dough. But like... One of them hired, what's her name? The one that is like... Laura Wasser. No, that's not who I'm thinking of. Oh. Um, she's like the famous lawyer that does all the sexual assault cases. In yeah, am I thinking of the lawyer that does the divorce cases? I thought it was Laura Wasser. No, I'll find it because okay. it's going to bother me. Um, but yeah, I mean unfortunately not all justice happens and it definitely doesn't happen as fast as we'd like it to but i'm still feel like army was it gloria allred yes thank you she's still at least i remember she was taking on one of the cases but the thing i mean gloria allred is just as bad as laura wasser is just as bad as the next lawyer who's in it to get their own fame like she's you know she takes these cases on so she can get her her name in the media yeah i know all right well it may take more than this year to take him down but i'm convinced he will eventually i don't think we're ever gonna see him behind the only thing that could happen to him is maybe he doesn't work again i'd like to think that eventually all this will catch up to him and something won't be able to get paid off or won't be able like he the ego takes over and he becomes even more diabolical and does something that he can't. No, I think we've already seen that. I think now we're at, he has, he knows that he has to lay low and he'll lay low in his mansions in the Cayman islands. And he might never work again. Or if he does, it'll be like an independent thing. And he doesn't have to do a lot of press because he's going to be difficult to hire. But We've also seen more insane things happen with the PR machine that is the, you know, the Hollywood. Yeah. Um, I was thinking of the studio, like studio machines. So 
That no, means you're right. Kevin Spacey just got hired for I a new role. Saw that. Mel Gibson has a full career. I, I, I was mean, actually thinking Mel Gibson, but what Mel Gibson did isn't like it's terrible, but it wasn't physical to anyone. Yes, it was. He beat the shit out of his ex-wife, didn't he? Like I think oh, there was physical. I think the ex-wife that he oh, had. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, right. there was, was a- implications. Yeah, that he physically harmed. Yeah, there was. Yeah, and she lost. She didn't get anything out of the, like the custody battle. Like she's she, that kid. Like it, he basically was just like, I don't even care if you have a child of mine. Like I'm barely going to pay child support because you clearly did this just to get money. Yeah, he's beyond. Yeah, Woody Allen. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. Should we move on to something more uplifting, like a girl dying in <laughs> yeah, Pennsylvania? Thank you. I was about to be like, what's going to be uplifting about fucking middle of Pennsylvania? <laughs> exactly. Everything. Everything is uplifting. Yeah, right I now. mean, if you didn't get our PSA from last week, what we're watching is still Mare of Town, and you better get on it, because the last episode is on Sunday, and... Yeah, if anything, I wish I had... Uh, yeah, it would have been amazing to have held on to this until Memorial Day weekend and then binge it all Memorial Day weekend. But now we're going episode by episode. Yeah. But okay, so we, we left off... Uh, we saw episode five that we talked about in length and then we were giving our predictions for murders for six and seven. So we've watched six and we were texting each other throughout the entire thing because in five, they fucking kill... They get the guy who's... Um, kept katie and they fucking killed the other detective evan peter dies yep and then at the end of five i was thinking that aaron's friend the girlfriend would have had something to do with this with all her weird like journal stuff and hiding that information and working with dylan and then who were you predicting at the end of episode five Billy? I, I thought it was... I knew Billy was the father of the kid. I don't think I knew if he was the murderer. Yeah, I think... Yeah, we were both agreeing that Billy was going to be the father because of that crazy-ass conversation where he's half-interrogated and he freaks out and runs out of the house. And you're like, why is no one following up on this? Like, it's so... Yeah, I, was, I love they that they were too waited. busy following up on all the other things that were going to be... Not no, but answer. Billy was like so obvious. So okay, so what is okay? So you have Mayor, and then is Mayor's best friend Lori? Yes. Okay. Lori so Lori's Ross. husband is John. Ken. John. Okay, thank you. Who's Kenny? We made up Kenny. No, Kenny, Kenny is is John and Billy because they're brothers. They're cousins. Cousin Kenny. Aaron's dad. Yeah. Okay, thank you. So they're cousins with like Billy is like a second cousin because he's one generation over of Aaron. No, it's his net, his niece. Oh, you're right, you're right. No, sorry. because yep. they're not brothers. Yeah. They're cousins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's incestuous, but not as incestuous. <laughs> but today, I believe, legally, they could still get married. Probably. Yeah. 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 Um, and... But, okay, but so... But he would have gone to jail for murder, so... Well, yeah, but I don't think he murdered... Okay, so then yeah, we Yeah, we don't know, we don't know. We leave episode six, where they're setting it up, where they want you, it it now is either Dylan basically to intimidate Aaron's friend admits like you're gonna end up dead like Aaron too if you keep this shit up, and then uh, Billy confesses to John, but the way that John had Billy confess, where he's like, "You need to tell me, you need to tell me," 
now I'm thinking, I mean, it has to be John, right? I think they're throwing us a red heron with trying to th- introduce Dylan back uh, into this mix. But there was some, there was such a weird vibe of that conversation where he's talking, John's talking to Billy and he's like, just tell me what you did. Just, t- I, I don't know. Do you think that was just him getting a confession out of him? There was some. You could be right because. There was just another level of like, I was like, John. I mean, I don't is- like John at all. Obviously, he's cheating on his wife for the second time. He makes the kid hold the secret. Who and that's like- what I'm wondering if he. Well, the kid said he saw his dad with the woman he was having an affair with, right? And it was the one from the first time around. Yeah. yeah. Okay, never mind. Is it the same one? Because I was like, does this affair mean it's Aaron? Aaron. Unless yeah. she never knew who the first one was and she just knows it's the same girl. I don't know. But that's a good theory. Yeah. But there's also the whole like, okay, Billy saw the gun in the toolbox or in the fishing box john doesn't know that billy saw the gun so are they gonna kill each other is billy gonna kill john like what's gonna happen there is mayor gonna get there in time before someone dies is mayor gonna die yeah true also why the fuck is john trying to kill bill that's why i'm like why is there a gun being introduced to this story I i think it my thought is John wants to kill Billy so that Billy doesn't have to suffer in jail. And it's like, you're better off. Just... No, that doesn't make any sense. Because then he goes then... to jail. John goes to jail for killing Billy. I mean. Unless he's going to kill him and then kill himself. I mean, Who that knows? doesn't. Everything about the show has been thrown out the window. Do you think Dylan did it? I think that there is something we don't know as to why Dylan was MIA. I don't think he killed Aaron, but I think it's going to be something suspicious. Yeah, I just don't. Yeah, I don't. Because I feel like they weren't, wouldn't give us Billy as both the father and the murderer at the end of this episode without. The, it would have been how it had to be a bigger moment with unless- being had and like. Unless Dylan somehow like shows up and sees Billy and her and puts two and two together and then kills Aaron and he tries to save her and that's why there's the blood all over his stuff. I don't know. Oh, I gotcha. Like the night of Aaron's murder. Yeah, because but obviously we also know that Aaron's friend took save something. It's a photo. Yeah. And and is that photo a picture of Aaron and Billy kissing to confirm that it was I just, their child? I just feel like it can't be with the way that they've like paced the show out and what the information they are hiding and the information that they are revealing. There's we who they're trying to make us think are the suspects are not they're they're putting us down, you know, a false road in order to have a bigger payoff Pay an exciting at moment at the climax because we don't have confirmation that the blood on billy was aaron's right we're assuming and it makes only logical sense but how covered in blood was aaron didn't you you said that aaron was shot well we know one of her fingers was shot off and then i thought it was a head wound to... Well, she also got beaten up that night, remember? So, like, how do they know what was at 7 p.m. versus what was at 12 p.m.? You know what I mean? You took forensics. Yeah, you can tell by the I hour. Didn't... 
I actually oh, didn't take you my didn't? Dip. Oh, it was just Napa night? But yeah. You can tell by the hour okay. what of, of the level of, like, pooling of blood, what would be pre and post, and yeah. If I had to guess, either one of them thinks they killed her, but then she, like, wakes up, and then the other one kills her. So, in theory... Oh, interesting. In theory, they both have blood on their hands, but who was the one that, like, put the final, like, you know, nail in the coffin? Yeah, I think Billy's going to be the father, and I don't think Billy's going to... Yeah, I feel like it's going to be somebody else. But no, I can't wait to find out where the hell Dylan was for that hour. Yeah, and Billy's behavior would make us think that he is... Like, he's having an absolute nervous breakdown. So it's like, oh, of course he'd be guilty. He's holding all this guilt, yeah. Yeah, something's just... And then and then we and throw in oh and we're just gonna let Guy Pierce like walk away from this weird relationship and just be in four scenes even though you're like Academy Award nominated Guy P- are you Academy maybe, Award nominated maybe he comes back too I mean remember we thought he was the murderer yeah because I weird mean, any male we we're lining up <laughs> well he came from Syracuse to <laughs> Pennsylvania if there's any two places where there's murderers living it's those places if we want to talk about like the state of washington on the east coast those are the <laughs> like washington has the highest serial number of serial killers like you're gonna get a streamline right off of that interstate highway from new york down into pennsylvania and, man yeah so i mean anything's really possible i just wish to your point it was like on tonight because i just want to know already yeah um is there anything else you're watching I watched that really stupid movie on Netflix that is Zack Snyder's new zombie movie. Um, I was intrigued by the cast and then um, uh, it it had some moments because Zack Snyder, I like um, what is the he did Dawn of the Dead. Uh, I, I'll, I mean, Michelle would say like I'm a full on like zombie fan. But I'll dip my toe into, like, the zombie world. But the zombie fans and that community scare the shit out of me. They yeah. are, That is not a crew that, like, I'm trying to hang out with. But I did really love the beginning of Walking Dead. Um, but I really like it because of the sociology and the psychology around, like, what would happen if you were, you know, if we remove traditional society and, like, where, how, you know, what would you do? Would you survive? No, um, I wouldn't. <laughs> I it's called I Army wouldn't. of the Dead. Yeah. I don't need to watch the show to know that I won't. No, it's just always fascinating to see how others react and people yeah. making power moves and creating societies and what their societies look like. But um, You're talking to the girl that took the elevator during a fire drill. So <laughs> <laughs> that's where I'd end up. <laughs> uh, but I always I mean I just love the idea of like the collapse of society and then seeing what ends up happening through human behavior uh, and so yeah the cast is good the plot is like you know over ridiculous um, zombies uh, after an army experiment goes wrong it gets out and then they end up infecting Las Vegas and so they have to um, they barricade Las Vegas in and then a bunch of these thieves get proposed that they have a twenty a thirty six hour window to get into Vegas into this vault and steal millions of dollars and then get out. But they just make it, it gets beyond insane. They they make the zombies have like animalistic behavior and thought process and like you have to sacrifice to them. You lost and, me at Zack Snyder. 
Yeah, and it's just, and then at one, and then like halfway through, they just completely change the stakes of the movie altogether, and you're like, okay, fine. So yeah, it it definitely it loses a lot of steam and is not really worth it. But there are a handful of performances that from people that aren't very well known that are good, and you're like, oh, I'd like to see you know what else they end up in. But other than that, like I like this like German guy who played Ludwig Dieter. His name is Matthias uh show offer he was good yeah <laughs> cool that, that's the only other thing that i watched i think this week what about I you st- i started um i know i'm late to the game but i started watching the morning show the um apple tv show with um jennifer aniston billy crudup steve carell reese witherspoon is actually better than i thought it was going to be i I'm getting a better understanding as to why Jen Aniston got the accolade she got the year that show came out because her acting is really good. Um, And I do like how it's, you know, kind of retelling the Matt Lauer story in that that's who you can just immediately connect who Steve Carell is probably playing. Um, But then, you know, all of the other stuff is less of like based on a true story because now you have these two females as the heads of um, the morning show, which was different than Hoda and um, Kathy. No, um, no, because Hoda took over for Matt with Savannah. Okay. So like neither Hoda or Savannah are like a very ruthless interviewer whereas Reese Witherspoon's character is very like conservative more of a conservative background but very intense interviewer and so that's like kind of when she starts people are like have some grace like you have to be more gentle when you're interviewing blah 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 it's interesting I'm liking it it's kind of like a succession but related to the morning show versus like media as a whole um and then of course we're both still watching SBU which this week organized crime or sorry crime I say SBU because obviously Mariska um but yeah I mean I think you find out I, did you end up going back and checking that whole Rafi thing or this episode confirmed it for you? They confirmed. Yeah, they summarized okay. it and they confirmed it. And I was like, okay, thank you. Yeah, no, I mean, it. It's that also is doing a c- continuously great job of telling that story. And we were literally spent a good 30 seconds praising that character, Gina, and how she like saved the day. And then unfortunately we see her demise i mean i think we knew that's what was gonna happen to gina but i mean her Uh, name was gina for gina tonight guys (laughs) Ugh, it's just so dang good yeah the whole show uh yeah another one we highly recommend if we haven't spoiled it enough for you guys (laughs) um yeah i guess that's everything anything else you want to highlight or well, I wanted to go into my philosophical theory about. <laughs> nope, I got nothing. I got oh, nothing. I was just we we say, got. Um, I think you're mistaking me for another podcast. 
Yeah, because we got we got shit to do. We got Beverly Hills to watch. Don't we have a? Do we have any? Um, New York, Beverly Hills. Okay, flip a coin. We're gonna now we're gonna transition off this podcast and watch TV together, guys. And on that note, I'll play out the music. Bye. Oh, perfect timing.